So we talk to our girls a lot about keeping a simple promise, being able to prove that you can keep a promise to yourself because realistically, you're the easiest one to let yourself down. Absolutely. Because if you're not telling anybody, you're like, oh, you know, nobody's going to know that I slept in today. <laughs> nobody's going to know that I ate even this Twix though, bar. Even though I said I wanted to go to the gym this morning. No one's going to know that I skipped, right? right? So yeah. how do we first make ourselves accountable to ourselves? Once we can prove that there's a foundation for that, then we can take on larger tasks. We can make bigger promises. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're your dynamic duo hosts. (laughs) We're definitely dynamic. (laughs) Jill and Mary here. And how's everybody doing today? On whatever day it is that you're listening to us coming through your audio waves. <laughs> For a quick moment, do you remember the woman Delilah on? She's still around. <laughs> she is. And she sounds very youthful still. How I, old is she? I don't know. But yes. I had a moment like, wow, wherever someone's listening to us, I had like a Delilah moment. Delilah. Delilah. I also have a dog named Delilah oh, who is true. laying at our feet right now. So if we say her name too many times, she's going to want up on one of these beanbag chairs. <laughs> she's she's going to want some pets. Oh, look at her. She's like, oh, you, you guys are talking name. about me. You said my name. Um, besides the, the random squirrel moment, really, how is everybody doing? It's towards the end of the school year for a lot of us parents. So I know the end of the school year can bring a lot of frenziness or chaos or trying to kind of close out chapters in books or pages. And for whatever reason, schools have like 77 events the last week of school, and most of them are at like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. (laughs) So I know that that throws off schedules and can lead to a little anxiety and a little feeling like your hair's on fire. So um, if you're listening to us now and you've got kids in school, just stop where you are do us a big favor and take a big deep breath. So in through your nose, (sighs) out through your mouth. It really does help just give you a second for yourself um, and know that this too shall pass. You are going to wish that you had this time back, I'm sure, when your kiddos are going on to the next grade and they're growing like weeds and developing their own personalities minute by minute. But I know it probably feels like you're ready for this season to be over. Totally. And summer plans, like everyone gets excited for summer. And then you also think, well, oh my gosh, 
do I have any plans? Like, what are my plans? Now I have to plan the plan for the summer plans. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't I do enough of that during the school year? (laughs) So if you are in this uh, moment or this season, we see you, we appreciate you. And also take a moment to reflect back on how far you've grown this year too. We do always see pictures of kids from the first day of school, whatever grade it is, to the end of school, whatever grade it is. Um, And it's wild to see how much those kids grow within that amount of time. But Jill's right. How much have you grown as a parent in that time as well? Not that you need to take a picture and post it on <laughs> social media. Fun? It would be with <laughs> your own little school. first day of school, <laughs> last day of school. Like your hair is all frazzled, <laughs> your shirt's buttoned wrong. Yeah, towards the end, it's like you know your new shirt looks now maybe a little tannish because of you know it being washed with all the multiple colors, or you can't get the stains off throughout the year. That's kind of how my kids are towards the end of the year. I'm just like whatever, dude wear your hair however you want, whatever outfit you want to wear, it's cool. But to see how much they've grown over the course of the year is crazy. So as we can physically see it in our children, but also as parents, we definitely want to celebrate you. So bravo, mom, dad, caretaker, we see you and we celebrate you. You made it through another year. (laughs) Congratulations. And I think that's kind of what we want to talk about today, just in terms of like, the ability to always land on your feet. One of Jill and I's pillars, <laughs> uh, values, yes. um, sayings around the HQ is regardless of what it is, we always land on our feet. I don't know if you know this about being a small business owner. It's difficult. Instagram makes it look really good really glamorous, like private jets and driving around in Bugattis and just (laughs) like we're just rolling in the Benjamins. We're not. um, (laughs) And it's not super glamorous. A lot of days, I was joking about this earlier, but a lot of time, a lot of days, a lot of building this business thus far, yes, has been us in action around big ideas, but also behind the computer like sending a lot of emails our fingers (laughs) are getting tired but all of that to say these are the moments that really stretch us these are the moments that never in a million years when we set out to be entrepreneurs or to start this business did we think that we would be all sorts of hats and titles and and role responsibilities. So today it was funny because we got a text from a parent saying, hey, I tried to sign up my daughter uh, for your workshop this coming uh, Saturday and I, I, I seem to have done it right or maybe my card wasn't correct online. Can you double check for me? And Mary joked and she was like, yeah, let me pass it along to my IT department, AKA her, me, us, me, <laughs> us doing the back end work. I was like, gosh, I hope it's not too complicated of an issue because we'll really have to get an IT department for that. Yeah. So um, yes, do we have a strong skill set to do this type of work, to make an impact, to connect with girls at this age absolutely but it's all the other things that really surprise us that if we're like okay if we can figure out an it problem if we can email over 20x times people in a day we literally can do anything meanwhile 
you're juggling another job. I'm juggling a family. Like the juggle of daily life continues to happen just because we're running a business doesn't mean life stops. Well, and how does that fit into where we coach girls? Um, I think we live in a generation, we point this out a lot, where we have Amazon Prime. We have mm -hmm. movies at our fingertips. We can order groceries from the grocery store and have somebody bring them to our house. Food prep services. Two hours later. Right. There's, there's so much that we can get done now that a lot of people have pointed out the almost lack of work ethic that yeah. they see in and around this generation, this younger generation. And I don't want to go that far because they only know what they know and they know convenience based on the fact that mm -hmm. they've only known smartphones. Mm -hmm. So if we want them to know something, we have to teach them something, right? We have to showcase how to do it as opposed to giving them the phone and having them order whatever they want to be delivered to the house within two hours or, you know, at the latest next day, the horror, my God. <laughs> so what does this mean for our girls? It's the gratification, the payoff, the Screaming, jumping up and down in the kitchen moments happen after we've stuck with something for a long time mm -hmm. and we finally figure it out. You know, we may have had a conversation about how to automate emails last year, but we didn't necessarily have the demand in order to understand how to apply the concept until today. Random example. But it's like we had the conversation and we were actually able to see it come to fruition in a way right now, a year later. And it's like, had we have given up on that thought or not had that conversation, we wouldn't have been able to go through the process of figuring out the problem we needed to figure out, which was so gratifying today because it wound up making our job on the back end as IT simpler, mm -hmm. right? Well, and it just makes me think about how do we stick to it? Like, what are the, what does it look like to stick to something? Because you're right. We had that moment today where we had this conversation a year ago. We had no idea what, what our business would look like a year later to then have this conversation come back up. So it feels good to stick something out. It feels good to see it through all the way. And how are we teaching our girls in this generation to stick with something? Because they are so quick to scroll right, scroll up, move on, you know, give up, give replace, up. Yeah. yeah, and not to say because sometimes that also is a gift. Well, it's also a win in some certain circumstances. Absolutely. If the goal no longer fits the circumstance and you scrap it, that could also be you winning, right? right? Not every goal is worth pursuing if circumstances have changed. Right. For me, not every book is worth finishing because some books don't fit what I'm looking for Absolutely. at the point in time. Like right. you can yeah. you can scale it up, you can scale it down. So I agree with you. I yeah. don't want to I don't want to call that out as, as if it's a bad trait, but I think from what we deal with, the inquiries we get about services, the problems parents express to us, um, there's an overall lack of confidence, right? So I think we can roll it all the way back to how do we start to build confidence in ourselves? Mm -hmm. We start to build confidence in ourselves by keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So 
we don't want to sit here and say, I'm not going to eat my favorite food for a year. Or in my experience, I come from fitness. So personal training, the gym world. I know that if a newbie comes in through those doors and tells me that her goal is to lose 300 pounds and she'll be there seven days a week, that she's setting herself up for failure. So she's not going to be able to keep the promises that she made to herself. So how do we stair step it? So we talk to our girls a lot about keeping a simple promise, being able to prove that you can keep a promise to yourself because realistically, you're the easiest one to let yourself down. Absolutely. Because if you're not telling anybody, you're like, oh, you know, nobody's going to know that I slept in today. <laughs> nobody's going to know that I ate even this Twix though, bar. Even though I said I wanted to go to the gym this morning. No one's going to know that I skipped, right? right? So yeah. how do we first make ourselves accountable to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Once we can prove that there's a foundation for that, then we can take on larger tasks. We can make bigger promises. You guys, have you heard that we're hosting a summer camp? Listen, you can go to a summer camp that kills time or you can attend a camp that leverages it. This summer, we aim to empower and inspire young women to pursue more. More confidence, more positive friendships, more community impact, more dreams and aspirations, more self-honoring and healthy habits. To explore more camp options, go to girlsmentorship.com. We can't wait to see you there. And that brings up a point when you share that sometimes you need someone else to hold the mirror up to you in order for you to see, oh my gosh, I've actually, I haven't kept any of my promises to myself. So that's where a lot of parents seek our services is because they need help showcasing, I'd say, some qualities that their daughters are missing the mark on. Or we hear this a lot. She used to be like this and now she's not. So hiring someone, a coach, a therapist, a mentor, whomever to come in and, and hold a mirror up to really ask those questions so that the girl or whomever can really go down that self-discovery path to realize on her own, wow, I actually keep promises more to friends or other people than I do to myself. And that's the case a lot of the time. Um, I wanna go off on a tangent on what you just said around parents saying she used to be this way, now she's not. I don't know what I was watching, something on social media the other day and it was talking about like diet culture and how we always want to fit into the clothes that we used to wear. Mm -hmm. So my, when I was 16, I don't fit in those jeans anymore. And she went on to say, it's interesting. You don't fit into the clothes that you wore as a toddler yet. We don't make a big deal out of that. So I also want to call out that parents might want to check themselves too in their expectations around, well, she used to be a four game or a four sport athlete. Yeah. Now she's only doing one. Is something wrong with her? Right. Right. It's like, it's okay for your kids to evolve too. keep the pulse check on it though. So do you need to reach out for help or are you needing to check your expectations as to where you want her to be based on you, not her? Right. Okay. That's a really good call out because sometimes you're right, it's just being able to manage your own expectations or how are you parenting your child? Are you needing to actually turn the mirror back onto yourself and work on yourself first 
before then trying to quote unquote fix your kid. Well, and then to bring this back to our original point, it's like, do you keep promises that you make to yourself? So is your child seeing you say that you want to stick to 30 days of working out and you give up on day 10? So you're not able to build the confidence in yourself or showcase them how to do it for themselves, Mm -hmm. because that is really the foundation of being able to stick to something and make your way through something. Because every single time we have an aha moment, it just sets our souls on fire even more for this mission because we realize we're setting ourselves up for success to touch more lives, to impact more girls, to speak to more families, right? right? I can't talk to eight or nine one-on-ones in a day because none of my emails would get answered, right? right? We still have to do a lot of other things in the business. So in order to figure out a problem, you have to be able to stick with it, right? So your child needs those examples of a stick with it mentality because the payoff at the end even if it's something as small as an email integration on the back end, it has nothing to do with our front-facing business, right. right? Well, I was just I was just thinking those like, what can you do in a day that allows you to win? So as opposed to the oh, like, easy. right? Well, yeah. and I think that's where people get stuck. Is to your gym point, I need to lose. X amount of weight and I want to work out seven days a week. Well, today, what can you do for yourself that's in line with that goal, but is realistic and that you can follow through on? Well, and usually you only have enough brain space for a couple of big tasks and a few little tasks along the way. So I love the concept of a win the day list Mm -hmm. where you put, you know, up to eight things that you have to get done on there and if you cross out five of those things, mathematically, you won the day, which in turn feeds back into our concept of building confidence in yourself. So how do we get our kids on board with that as well? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a family thing. Like, how do you win the day? Because when you start winning the day, those days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into years. You won your week. Boom. Cool. I want to keep doing that. That feels good. Right. Oh, then you won your month. Oh, my God. We're on a roll. Let's go. What else is happening energetically around us because of these habits? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we lost a few days in there. That's okay. That's called probability, right? Mm -hmm. Your kids just went through math class. You probably know all about it. (laughs) Um, But if you can start stacking those wins and they can be winning months now, winning years, then you're creating the habit of success. You're you're creating the habit of winning. Mm -hmm. So you will likely stick with things more so than not because you understand how it feels at the end of the day to look back and feel that accomplishment. Well, and I think too, it will allow you to reassess what just becomes habitual and what are the things that you can give yourself grace for not doing that day. You won't beat yourself up because it didn't get done, but you've done it enough so that you can say, okay, um, yeah, just eating healthy and working out is a part of my lifestyle. Will I have goals in those areas eventually? Yeah, but in order for me to win my day, that's just like, that has to be a part of my day. So what else? So it's else? not on the list is So what it's you're not saying. on the list, yeah. yeah. So once you start to stack those wins, 
because I, I, I know there's going to be some people because some people who are listening are going to be like me. Sometimes I'm like, um, drink coffee. And it's like, cross it out. <laughs> oh, we check, got it. Check it, check it, check it. I won my day. And it's like, no, what are the other things on there outside of those things that you know you're going to check off regardless to challenge you, to allow you to keep your promises, to reevaluate what your your boundaries, what do you need to say no to this week so you can open up more space to say yes to certain things? And really to land this plane, we might have gone a s- several different directions with this conversation, but it all leads back to building confidence and consistency within your habits of confidence. So the consistency and the confidence together equal the ability to stick with something in order to figure problems out. Amen. Because guess what? Life is always going to throw you a curveball. So if you're heading down the path of path A and something happens, how can you quickly pivot so that you have a plan B or a plan C or a plan D and not get frustrated in the process, but embrace it, embrace the process. What are you learning about yourself? How are you feeling mentally, emotionally, physically, are you being stretched? Because those are the moments that are going to show up again and again and again in parenthood, in your business, in your job, in friendships. So this mentality, and and honestly, it's fun to like enroll other people in this. So Mary and I, whenever we do something like epic, (laughs) when we are like, when we feel like we cannot believe like that this is how like my car battery died and then the water heater happened but it's like we have things that we need to do she'll send me a cat gif on our text message (laughs) of like like a cat falling down because cats always land on their feet and it's just another gentle reminder for me of like don't quit on yourself right don't Um, quit on yourself and the notion of don't quit on a bad day. Yeah. You got to quit. If you if you want to quit, you got to quit on a, a good day. Because can we quit when we are mad? Frustrated? Yes, very easily. <laughs> totally. Can we quit when things are going really well? It's a lot harder to quit when things are going well. So it is just that reminder that everything worth having is going to take effort. And behind that effort is all of this other work. And these conversations that we have with our girls around this, there's such little light bulb moments. So to be able to pass it on to parents who, you know, might know these concepts but have forgotten to apply them, mm-hmm. it might just be a nice little light bulb moment for you guys as well. So, so with that, you guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you on the next episode on the next episode (laughs) bye everyone we say this every time but wow what a powerful episode these conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning in with us if you're looking for more head over to girlsmentorship.com slash wtl for the show notes and if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it We would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. 
This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship. (laughs) 